history of the bands. Welcome, welcome, welcome to History of the Bands. I am your host, the human Google machine, Brandon Withers. How is everybody's eyes are doing good? Like, you know, it is like five in the morning. Yeah, five in the morning. I get up way too early, guys. I get way too early. I get up way too early for this. (laughs) Anyway. On this episode, I will discuss the legendary Bob Seger. Bob has a career that stretches over six decades, but I'm only going to talk about the Silver Bullet era in detail, but I will skim over the rest as well. He has sold over 75 million albums worldwide. He is a 2004 inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and a 2012 inductee in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. The man has so many awards it will take forever to list all of them. So let's jump right into this. Class is in session. Bob was born Robert Clark Seeger on May 6, 1945 in Detroit, Michigan. His parents was Charlotte and Stuart Seeger. He has one older brother named George. His dad was a medical technician for Ford Motor Company. His dad played several instruments and Bob was exposed to music from a very early age. Bob was also exposed to frequent arguments between his parents that disturbed the neighbors at night. In 1956, When Bob was 10 years old, his dad abandoned the family and moved to California, leaving the rest of the family to struggle financially. Bob went to Tappan Junior High School in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and graduated in 1963 from Pioneer High School, known at the time as Ann Arbor High School. He ran track and field in high school. From the early 60s to about 1968, Bob was in different bands like the Decibels, the Town Criers, Doug Brown and the Omens, and The Last Herd, before he started his first group called the Bob Seeger System. Now, while with The Last Herd, he had a little bit of success, but Bob had his eyes set on the prize, so to speak. So how the Bob Seeger system come about was the last herd was looking for a label and Capitol Records offered a deal. So they took it and Capitol Records changed the name from the last herd to the Bob Seeger system. The system released three albums before Bob went solo in 1970. Those three albums is 
the Rambling Gambling Man, Noah, and Mongrel. After going solo, he did three more albums, which I will talk about one of these albums because his greatest hits came off of it. So that album is back in 1972, released in January of 1973. The label was reprised and it was produced by Punch Andrews, which, you know, I really want to punch that Andrews guy. I mean, what a kind of name is that? <laughs> anyway, the album was recorded partly in Muscle Shoals Rhythm Section, a renowned group and session musician from my home state and area, which, you know, if you've listened to past episodes, I have spoke about the Muscle Shoals Rhythm Section. I've talked about all of it. Gotta love the Muscle Shoals area. According to Bob, there was a financial misunderstanding with the musician. They offered to record him for $1,500 a side, which he took to mean $1,500 per album side. When he found out that it was meant as $1,500 per song, he left after recording three songs, but he ended up working with them in the future. The track list is Midnight Rider, which is an Allman Brothers cover, so I wrote you a song, Steeler, Rosalie, Turn the Page, Back in 72, Neon Sky, I've Been Working, a Van Morrison cover, and I Got Time. The album peaked at 188 on the billboards. By the end of 1973, Bob left the situation and started Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band in 1974. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey everyone, have you ever felt just down and out, depressed, like you need somebody? I've been there before, and when I was like that, I wish I knew about BetterHelp. Now, BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it is a hundred percent online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel like doing it. You can do it via text message, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions whenever is convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from an in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash history of the bands that is 
better H-E-L-P dot com slash history of the bands. And thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast. So now that Bob started the next band here, he was ready for his next album. The next album is Seven, released in March of 1974 by Reprise and produced by Punch Andrews again. The album was the first Seeger album to feature the Silver Bullet Band, which he would steadily rely on for the rest of his career. The album gained notorious recognition and is a fan favorite. The very successful tour for the album was kicked off when Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band was openers for bands like KISS. KISS asked Seeger and the band to support them for a few shows. After seeing the band's first set, they offered Seeger to do the rest of the show, which gained the band much needed recognition during that time. The track list is Get Out of Denver, Long Song Coming, Nidia, School Teacher, Cross of Road, UMC, which stands for Upper Middle Class, Seen a Lot of Floors, 20 Years From Now, and All Your Love for a total length of 31 minutes. The album did not make it on the billboards, but it did have one hit on the album and that was Get Out of Denver. In 1975, Bob hooked back up with Capitol Records and released their second album, which was, you know, like his eighth album. It is Beautiful Loser, released in April of 1975 by Capitol, like I said, and was produced by Bob and Punch. So remember when I said he worked with Muscle Shoals Rhythm Section? Well, he would come back to them here. The album was recorded in my home area of Muscle Shoals, Alabama. The track list is Beautiful Loser, Black Knight, Katmandu, Jody Girl, Traveling Man, Mama, Nutbus City Limits, Sailing Nights, and Fine Memory. For a total length of 33 minutes and one second. The album peaked at number 131 on the billboards. The album relied mostly on session musicians from the Muscle Shoals rhythm section, but the Silver Bullet Band members were used separately on some songs and together on Nutbus City Limits, a cover song of the hit by Ike and Tina Turner. In April of 1976, Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band released the album Live Bullet. Recorded over two nights in Detroit's Cabo Arena in September of 1975. This was like Kiss Alive, Peter Frampton Comes Alive type of thing. The track list is Nutbush City Limits, Traveling Man, Beautiful Loser, Jody Girl, I've Been Working, Turn the Page, UMC, Bo Diddley, Rambling Gambling Man, Heavy Music, Katmandu, Looking Back, Get Out of Denver, and Let It Rock. For a total length of 70 minutes and 40 seconds, the album peaked at number 34 on the pop billboards, and it peaked at number 135 on the billboards in 1986. 
The album has since gone five-time platinums. Live Bullet became a staple of FM rock radio in Detroit. He was climbing the ranks and was becoming very popular around the world. Well, Bob hit it big with his 1976 album called Night Moves, released on October 22, 1976 by Capitol and produced by Bob, Punch, and Jack Richardson. The album was recorded in three different locations. He recorded in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, Warren, Michigan, and in Toronto. The track list is Rock and Roll Never Forgets, Night Moves, The Fire Down Below, Sunburst, Sunsport Baby, Main Street, Come to Papa, Shift of Fools, and Mary Lou for a total length of 36 minutes and 50 seconds. The album peaked at number 8 on the billboards and has since gone 6 times platinum. One critic wrote that the riffs on Night Moves are classic rock and roll riffs, like those performed by Chuck Berry or the Rolling Stones, and that the album is about rock and roll for those who are no longer teens, like the song Rock and Roll Never Forgets. A Rolling Stone critic reviewed the album and stated that the album is one of the best to come out of 1976 through 1977. That Seeger sounds like Rod Stewart and write lyrics like Bruce Springsteen. And that the album is classic rock and roll. All Music said that the album was very similar to Beautiful Loser, but Night Moves is harder than Beautiful Loser. It also feels that the album has a wide range of styles and has not lost any of the influence over the years. So during all of the promotion for Night Moves, he was recording his next album called Stranger in Town, which was released on May 5, 1978 by Capitol Records and produced by Bob and Punch Again. This album was recorded in Miami, Muscle Shoals, Detroit, and in Hollywood. Ew. Hollywood. Ugh. Anyway, the track list is Hollywood Nights, Still the Same, Old Time Rock and Roll, Till It Shines, Feel Like a Number, Ain't Got No Money, We've Got Tonight, Brave Strangers, and The Famous Final Scene. For a total length of 39 minutes and 28 seconds, the album became an instant success in the United States. It peaked at number 45 on the billboards and went six-time platinum. Old-time rock and roll was the big hit, but got even bigger in 1983 when Tom Cruise danced to it. The song was also named one of the songs of the century in 2001. Well, after touring for a while and working with the Eagles song Heartache Tonight in 1979, Bob went back to the studio to work on Against the Wind, released on February 25, 1980, by Capitol and produced by Bob Punch and Bill Weird Name. I won't even try to say this guy's last name. The album was recorded in Miami and Muscle Shoals, Alabama. The track list is The Horizontal Bop, You'll Accompany Me, Her Strut, No Man's Land, Long Twin Silver Line, Against the Wind, Good For Me, Betty Lou's Getting Out Tonight, Fire Lake, and Shining Brightly for a total length of 40 minutes and 24 seconds. 
the album was immediate success, peaking at number two on the billboards in its third week and remaining there for five weeks. The album has gone five times platinum. Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band won the 1980 Grammy Award for Best Rock Performance by a Duo or Group with vocals for the album Against the Wind and Capitol Records art director Ray Korhara, I can't even say his name, won a Grammy Award for Best Recording Package. Critics did enjoy the album, so, so much of the reviews was great. Bob went on to do another live album that was another huge success. So during the summer of 1982, Bob went back to the studio to record another album called The Distance, released December 13, 1982 by Capitol and produced by Jimmy Levine. There's no Punch Andrews, guys. This is going to be a different one here. Bob was inspired to make a theme type of album after watching the Woody Allen movie called Annie Hall. So he originally intended the album to be built around the theme of relationships, but eventually that fell apart when Bob decided that sticking to a theme too strictly would make the album emotional. The track list is Even Now, Making Thunderbirds, Boomtown Blues, Shame on the Moon, Love's the Last to Know, Roll Me Away, House Behind the House, Coming Home, and Little Victories for a total length of 41 minutes and 5 seconds. The album peaked at number 5 on the billboards and selling over 1.9 million copies in the United States, which means it got a platinum status. So during the recording of the album, Silver Bullet's guitarist left the band due to his frustrations with Bob, who would frequently use a sessions musician in the studio and was replaced. Bob wrote some of the songs for the movies Teacher and About Last Night before going into the studio to do yet another album called Like a Rock, released on April 14, 1986 by Capitol Records and produced by Punch, David Cole, and Bob. Punch came back. I guess he didn't like the other guy. Anyway, <laughs> it was recorded in Hollywood in Miami. This is the first studio album credited to Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band that doesn't feature the Muscle Shoals rhythm section replacing the Silver Bullet Bands on any tracks. The album was originally going to be named American Storm after the first track and was going to be released in December of 1985, but it was delayed and the name was changed. The track list is American Storm, Like a Rock, Miami, The Ring, Tightrope, The Aftermath, Sometimes, It's You, Somewhere Tonight, and Fortunate Son, which I think is a cover if I remember right. <laughs> Everybody knows Fortunate Son. Anyway, this album was made for a total length of 43 minutes and 55 seconds. The album peaked at number 3 on the billboards. Like a Rock reached number 12 on the billboards Hot 100. Later, it would become familiar to many Americans around its association for the long-time running Chevrolet campaign commercial 
Anyway, Bob's 1986 through 1987 American Storm Tour was his self-stated last major tour, playing 105 shows over nine months and selling 100.5 million tickets. The album eventually sold over 3 million copies, which made it, you know, three times platinum. But it was never certified. I don't know why. Somebody dropped the ball there. On March 13, 1987, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for their contributions to the music industry. It is located at 1750 Vine Street. This is where everything winds down. Bob made five more albums after this, two in the 90s and three since 2006. Bob took a 10-year break and spent time with his wife and kids. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Fellow Detroiter Kid Rock gave the induction speech, and Michigan Governor proclaimed that date Bob Seger Day in his honor. Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band were inducted in the Michigan Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2005. To skip ahead to 2012, on June 14, 2012, Seeger was inducted in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. On September 18, 2018, Seeger announced his final tour, named the Traveling Man Tour. It included post-dates from 2017 tour, as well as additional shows, and was scheduled to kick off on November 21st. The tour ended in November of 2019. Well, you are caught up on the legendary singer Bob Seger. He is one of the greatest singers of the 70s and 80s. I love his soulful voice and great guitar playing. He has such a great sound. The song Night Moves holds a special place in my heart. I will keep that to myself for special reasons. Well, let's list my top five albums. Coming in at number five, The Distance. Number four, Like a Rock. Number three, Against the Wind. Number two, Stranger in Town. And number one, Night Moves. This is my top five, people. And it is what it is. Anyway, on the next episode, I will talk about the one and only Alice Cooper. So you do not want to miss this next episode, guys. But if you want to have some updates, yeah, go over to History of the Bands on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. On Facebook, you can click Shop Now and you can get yourself some merch. Or on Instagram, you can click the link tree and get yourself some merch as well as go to BetterHelp and use the promo code History of the Bands to get 10% off your first month. Anyway, guys, I got nothing else left to say here. Nothing at all. I still want to punch, punch Andrews. <laughs> anyway, class dismissed. History of the Bands. Oh, my God.